everyone, welcome back to another episode of Talking With Our Mouths Full. I'm Nightingale Nguyen. And I'm Michael Chan, and this is a very special out-of-schedule episode. Uh, and we're doing it because, as you know, we're actors, and sometimes we get booked into different projects that we like to promote. And I am so happy to tell you all today that Nightingale has me. a that's project me. that's right that, well, wait, what that's me that uh, once she told me about it on the phone i just really wanted her to come on here and talk to you all about now we are currently at a uh, chinese tea house called crimson teas which is in the northern part of chinatown at 415 spadina avenue so that's uh, like Spadina College area. Yeah, it's, it's the Spadina College area. Now, Chrism Teas is, uh, they specialize in Chinese teas, but they also have a very nice menu uh, with dim sum, with green tea noodles, and other amazing dishes that you can definitely try. They're also ranked fifth in Blog Tio's Best Tea Cafes, and also Foodism's, what is it, their top six tea spots in Toronto. So there's six on their top tea spots in Toronto. But enough of me talking. Nightingale, can you please tell our listeners what you're working on and how it's related to Crimson Teas? All right, so the project that I'm working on is called Where We Come From, and that's where with spelled W-E-A-R. So that is like what you are wearing, like clothes-wise. And so this, this project was actually something really cool. It's held by Project 40 Collective, which is basically an Asian artist incubator community based in Toronto where they offer opportunities to exhibit artist works, host workshops, and find a way to grow a craft. And they also have a um, magazine called Loose Leaf Magazine and it's all about like basically keeping ourselves rooted in our blended Asian Canadian identity. And so back to the project. Oh, our, our oh, thank tea you. is coming. Yes, my tea. Alright, so back to the event where we come from. It's a way to Thank have like very a much. very, very thoughtful oh, conversation no, no, okay. of Asian migration stories through the clothes we wear because a lot of times we explore culture through food and sometimes even like some difficult topics. You can actually talk about it through food. And so now by talking about what we wear, it's all about how the fabrics of clothes travel from one place to another and become part of the fabric of our personal history, whether you live in Toronto or have a route from home. And so this exhibition is where a lot of people would wear clothes that have a story, something that keeps them rooted in their cultural roots. And I show, show, I'm showcasing at the event my ao yai, which is basically a traditional Vietnamese long dress. And I talked about a story which was recorded, so I'm talking about the story and also had a mini photo shoot to enhance the storytelling. And it's actually going to be held here at the Crimson Tea from September 5th to the 14th, so people can enjoy their tea while enjoying visual and audio stories. Wow. Yeah. Sounds like Crimson Teas is uh, uh, really... Because I was looking them up on Google, I noticed they hold a lot of these uh, Asian-inspired, uh, I guess, art projects. Yeah, that's They had a Chinese poetry reading at some point. Ooh, that's cool. So, uh, and also right now we're seeing a lot of like, really nice artwork too. Oh, there's some beautiful artwork here. Uh, Definitely like a blank wall to like put things on. Now Nightingale, you had mentioned to be about a necklace? Yes. My jade necklace comes from my late grandmother who passed it on to me. She knew that she was sick and so she had like a very, she's very Buddhist so she has like this necklace that was made for me and then she gave it to me while she was actually in her hospital bed. And it was just something really 
big, it was a big moment for me because that was something that was a big part of her and she wanted me to stay in a way protected from like making, like just to make sure I make good choices and to make sure that in a way I am held accountable because Buddha is always there. And I actually wore the necklace while I was performing and some things as a way to like keep close to my heritage and everything. And what's really interesting is that the necklace traveled from Asia, went into my grandmother's hands and then came to my hands and now it's like, you know, it's like this really long history and especially the history of Jade as well as something really crazy. So it's like every scratch is a part of it and also like before the necklace got in, in, even into my grandmother's hands, how it was created and how someone had to etch something to make a picture. Like it's just a huge story of like the Asian culture, you know, surrounding Jade. Mm -hmm. And even though it was something that came to me recently, it, I still feel like it's just a big part of like my history and growing up. Oh, thank you very much. Mm, yeah. Ooh, that looks delicious. Thank you so much. So I am, uh, I actually ordered some food here. Uh, and since they're uh, well known for their pu'er tea, I got their white pu'er. I also got their tofu and mushroom with green tea noodles, which looks oh absolutely delicious. Oh my goodness, delicious. green tea noodles. It looks wow. healthy, like, oh my goodness. It's like something that you eat at home. Yeah, I so know. in case some people are not familiar, like normally with like a lot of like cultural families, especially the ones that I'm familiar with, like my friends, like they don't like to eat out because whatever their parents say, they'll be like, oh, why would you want to eat out? Eating at home is more healthier, more cheaper. But this just looks like something that like my mom would make for me, you know? It's uh, so definitely. healthy looking. It looks, like, it looks like something I had when I visited my grandma. But speaking of, I guess, cultural dress and things that are getting passed down, you know, I, I, I honestly, like, with you mentioning that you, you have your dress that you're showcasing and uh, that you have this necklace, I, I'm kind of envious because I did actually have family heirlooms. I had a necklace my grandmother gave me. It was uh, I, Pretty sure it was Jade that I wore on airplanes when I was young, but the thing is, uh, my family got robbed when I was a little kid, so we have no more. <laughs> we have no family heirlooms. So what I can bring to the table today, however, is just I guess something a little something about my wedding. So my wife Jessica, she's Caucasian, and when we were planning our wedding, we wanted to I guess symbolically show the coming together of our two cultures. So uh, one of the things we did was, uh, so we both wore Western, traditional Western wedding outfits for the ceremony. But then for the reception, uh, my parents and I actually had a red Chinese wedding dress made for her. And it was just, it was so beautiful. And uh, in case you're wondering, red symbolizes good luck happiness and prosperity. Now, something else, and I actually didn't even know about this, about my own culture, uh, and it happened at our wedding, was my mom presented just these two golden bracelets. Whoa. And absolutely gorgeous bracelets. Just took both Jess and I by surprise. And the thing is, I ended up having to look up what these gold bangles were. And so it's traditionally given by the, by the groom's family to the bride. And you didn't even know about it. No, I, I didn't know. <laughs> it's not like my parents told me anything about this prior, but yeah, basically it signified that, uh, it signifies that the bride is welcome to the fold of our family as a treasured member. 
And also it is said that having a woman in your home is like having gold. So oh, wow. that's what that gold represents. Now, the thing about, oh, and we also did the Chinese tea ceremony, by the way. Really? Yeah. I actually have no idea about anything about the wedding cultures at, in my, in Vietnamese culture. Really? I have no idea. So, I mean, if, so, if, when you get married, you. do you think you're going to at least ask your parents about it? They'll probably just, like, you know, hijack it and take it by surprise. Hijack you know? it. Yeah, Come on, just... don't, let, don't let anyone hijack your day. You make it about what you and your guy wants. Well, you know, parents, you know, they, they like to put their little claws and everything. Uh, <laughs> like, but, come on, but they, at least your parents hijacked yours in a good way. In, in a very good way. Yeah. I, I'm honestly very appreciative of that. And anyways, back to you. Yeah, all right, back to me. So, yeah, that's really cool. And what I really found interesting is just like, um, you know, how like these little things like clothes or like even heirlooms or just little tiny things, like even a bracelet how it can just hold like a big part of like a significant part in ourselves and I'm just really happy to be a part of the, the project. It took me by surprise just to know that like I, I am a part of this project and that I actually had something to say. Even even working on this podcast I didn't realize I actually have a lot to say and how yeah I'm really happy to have the opportunity to do this project, to work on this podcast, to talk to you. And, and honestly just I want to promote you. You know Aww, you are you. a very talented artist and not just an actress but an artist in general and you know for me not to to <laughs> not to try to help you oh, and the people you. you're working with let's be honest here like this isn't just about you this is about the people that yeah. you're working with and all the, the all the effort they're putting into this project that you know is extremely exciting so once again what are the dates it is from September 5th to the 14th. So please give a shout out to the Project 40 Collective, the Collab Incubator, and give a big thank you to the Crimson Tea for hosting this really great event. And yeah, I hope to see you guys. Let me know anytime if you're showing up and I'll try my best to show up. And I guess I'd like to meet all of you. i like to see what happens, you know? Just try to be a bit more adventurous here. <laughs> All right, and that uh, concludes yet another episode, uh, this very special episode of Talking With Our Mouths Full. Matt and Gail, how can people find you online? You can all find me on Instagram at night.win. And by the way, the tea here is very, very yummy. They have, so if you're here for healthy food, once again, come to Crimson Tea. And I am on Instagram and Twitter as at Michael C.W. Chan. I also have a website, www.michael-chan. Thanks again and stay hungry. This has been Talking With Our Mouseful with Michael Chan and Nightingale Nguyen. The music by bensound.com. If you enjoyed this episode, why don't you join us on Instagram and Twitter at at TWMF Podcast. We have a lot of bonus content like food pics, behind the scenes shenanigans, and more info about all the places Michael and Nightingale visit. And if you haven't already, please subscribe. A new episode comes out every two weeks. Thanks again for listening and stay hungry.